Well, hello everybody. This is your boy Shane Ahmad, and I am back. Yes, 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 yes. I am back after about a week and a half or two hiatus from doing this. So I've decided to come back. I hope you guys are doing good. I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing better now than I was before. Uh, if you guys listen to the show, I'll give you a little more information on that while I have been gone for almost two weeks. But yeah, appreciate you guys for listening. I am back in rare form. I am ready to do this show. Um, on this upcoming show, I'm going to be talking about some top, uh, pop culture things um, that's been going on in the news media. Um, and I'll be talking about and giving relationship advice and dating advice to people because you guys seem to like to hear me talk about that so you know what i'm going to because who's better to do it than this 35 year old guy who has dated and been in all kind of weird relationships and can give really good advice to people who need it so you guys stay tuned i have a message coming from one of my sponsors and i'll be right back Well, hello, everybody. This is your host, your boy, the one and only Shane Ahmad. How are you guys doing? Oh, my God. It's been almost two weeks since I've done a show. I've had a few shows written up, ready to go, and just did not seem to be in the position to record. But, you know, today was a day I woke up. I was on my shit. I said, you know what? Today, I'm going to go ahead and put some of these shows out, some that I've already, you know, some actually did record, but it set them up on a timer to be put out. And I said, today, I'm going to get on my shit because I have people inboxing me wanting to know, hey, you know what's going on and things like that. I'm alive. I'm well. I'm doing pretty good. As you guys may remember from uh, one of my last, well, my, actually my last show, um, I did a show, like a, a tribute show to uh, three people who I knew who were killed in a uh in a car accident and one of the people I was actually very close to and um you know I went to that person's funeral and things like that and his name was Tommy uh I went to his funeral and you know interacted with his with his mom and things like that and for some reason that was a week that week was a week of like a lot of deaths going on so other people I knew were passing away and stuff like that for, but for some reason guys I just didn't have the the energy to do a show if that makes any sense any sense and you know on top of other things in life it was just like life was just really busy and then when it was time when I did find time to actually record a show I'm like you know I really don't have the energy for that I don't want to like give my listeners like a boring guy you know I'm like you know if you're gonna you know it takes a certain amount of energy to, to put on a show and I didn't have it so when with that being said I decided to sit my ass on the couch Relax. I went to the gym a lot. I did a lot of shop, you know, a little shopping, eating, eating out. I actually cooked more the last two weeks. I caught up, uh, watched all the Jeffrey Dahmer series. I've been catching up on a lot of TV shows that I've been kind of lacking, uh, slacking up on. And I have been watching my favorite thing in the world, college football. Yes. So, yeah, guys, I do appreciate you guys for listening. I do have enough shows on my uh, on this uh, uh, profile to where... If I don't make a show this week, well, there's other shows you can go and listen to, you know? So, I appreciate you guys for listening, but let's go ahead and get into the show. By the way, guys, uh, today I am being extremely ghetto, and I'm eating the best jelly beans that you can buy. The Jelly Belly 40 Flavors uh, 
jelly beans. I love these things. Um, they give me a lot of like quick energy. Uh, my favorite is like 40 different flavors. My favorite flavor that, that always supersedes all the other flavors. And I know I sound like a fat kid right now, but hey, I am fat. So anyway, um, is the popcorn buttered flavor one. That thing is just just unbelievable. So good to where like I would literally go online on Amazon and buy the Jelly Belly Jelly Beans uh, popcorn buttered flavor one, and that would be it. And it's like double the price of the regular the regular ones you find in the stores. But I like it, so it's really good. And by the way, I'm over here sipping on me a little a little adult beverage. You know, um, today I'm sipping on some uh, some. Uh, what do you call this thing? Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey. And I got a little mix going on. It's just it's just two shots, not anything major. I was like, you know, when I do my shows, I, I don't drink a lot, but I do find it fun to drink on the show. So anyway, I hope you guys are doing good. I do apologize for not, you know, showing up for the last two weeks. How negligent of me. Shit. Damn. But, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, take a break from stuff, no matter what it is, even if it's things you love, because if it's something you love and you can't put the energy into it and the mindset into it, um, yeah, take your break, reset, come back and come back better than ever. But this particular show, I'm going to be talking uh, the first uh, the first topic really is I want to talk about the Little Mermaid um, that, you know, from Disney that's come out. A few weeks ago, they showed the girl Chloe, the singer. Uh, she's part of that uh, group with her sister. She is a, you know, what? Well, apparently Beyonce, you know, she's under the Beyonce umbrella. Well, she has this uh, gig with Disney and she's going to be playing the Little Mermaid um, in a Disney film. I think it comes out in 2023 or 2024 or something like that. But they gave a little sneak peek of her singing. Um, and things like that. And it sent the internet and social media in an uproar. Some good comments, some bad comments. Um, you know, because we all know the Little Mermaid, we grew up knowing the Little Mermaid was, uh, was a white girl. A lot of those Disney characters were white. Um, and then many years ago, I think Disney realized that, you know, we needed to, we might need to change some, you know, change up some of this stuff. Um, so, cause you know, like either little mermaid, like you have this white girl living down in the Caribbean, um, her dad, you know, is white, you know, but she's surrounded by all these, you know, black sounding Caribbean sounding people, but yet she didn't sound Caribbean at all, you know? So it was just a little weird. So, uh, this girl, Chloe's going to be playing the little mermaid and she looked beautiful. Um, and, you know, of course she has a beautiful voice, um, and so people were very upset about it. Yeah, mostly people that of the Caucasian race because they're like, hey, wait a minute. Like, how is the Little Mermaid? I forget Ariel. Yeah, Ariel. How is Ariel black all of a sudden? What the, what the hell's going on here? You know, how, why did I grow up watching Ariel as a white girl? And now she's black. And then you have some black folks who are upset because they're like, you know, well, you know, they're, they're defending them. And it was like, you know, this, you know, shows... This makes the show a little, well, the movie a little more relatable uh, to black people and things like that. And I think the girl is beautiful. And, and some people are just like, why, why does everything have to be about a color? You know, why can't it just be about entertainment or, or whatever, or the story behind the movie or whatnot? Which I, I understand. I understand all three sides, to be quite honest with you. My personal feeling is 
I understand a little more with the white people because, um, and I am a pro-black guy, but I do, I do feel like, okay, this girl has been white all these years and all of a sudden she's black because I, I really, really, really doubt that black people would go for a TV character or a cartoon character that was presented black in, you know, in their lifetime. And all of a sudden a new movie comes out and this person's now white. Yeah, that wouldn't go well. So, so all the people who are defending, you know, and saying that, oh, people being racist, it's not really about race. A lot of time it's just about, okay, what the fuck is this? You know, I thought you were white. Now you're, now you're black. Like what, what's going on? You know, you're, oh, I get it. You know, we're in that time where people transition and, and do things, whatever. So I can understand why some white folks, white people may feel some kind of way about that because, I don't think any race would care for that. Like, you know, Mulan, you know, she's an Asian girl in the Disney, you know, movie. If Mulan comes up with a new movie and she's being played by an actual real human being and the human is white or black or Mexican, that's weird, you know? Or Pocahontas comes up to be played by a black girl. That'll be a little weird, you know, or she'd be, you know, be played by a white girl. Granted, the white people have been playing these roles of, uh, of characters that other people may feel should be a, of a different race, but I don't know. And maybe you guys can, you know, um, bring me up on, I may be a little ignorant to it, but I don't know. Maybe some people, um, maybe this has happened before, but I don't know. Maybe there have been some, you know, characters of a different race who turned, you know, was presented to us in one different race and then all of a sudden they're white. I don't know, but really be honest, I'm going to be quite transparent as I like to do with my listeners. I will not be going to watch Little Mermaid. Uh, I never really cared for the cartoon growing up. I liked the music. I remember being in daycare. And maybe this is the reason why I didn't like it. Like, my daycare teacher was so mean. She was a uh, a word that starts with a B and ends with an H. And she would make us, like, sit down in Indian style. style. I hate sitting in Indian style. I hate sitting on the floor. So she would make us sit down in Indian style on the floor to watch this movie with our backs all hunked over, like, you know, no support. Um, our legs would go to sleep and we'd have to, like, stretch our legs open, but, you know, out. And then she would still make us watch it as she sat and talked on the phone and watched her soap operas in the back room or go out and smoke her cigarettes. So maybe that's why I don't like The Little Mermaid too, too much because it, it literally reminds me of pain and going, you know, your feet going, your legs going to sleep. But yeah, I won't be going to go watch the movie. I'm sorry. I, I, I wish that girl the best, but there's nothing about that for me that seems remotely interesting to go and see. So I won't be going to go see it. I just won't. All right. Anyway, next topic. Um... Did you guys hear about the Tiffany Haddish and uh, Aries Kears or Aries Spears case has been? Um, well, I take that back. The uh, Tiffany Haddish portion has been uh, uh, let off the hook from court. Like basically, her, uh, her lawsuit that that person who allegedly said that Tiffany Haddish had some kind of inappropriate relationship relationship with her children. Well, that case has been thrown out of court. I don't know what's going on with Aries Spears. I don't know if he's off the hook yet. But a lot of people are alleging that the mother of these two children who's, who claimed that Aerie Spears and Tiffany Haddish exploited and allegedly exploited and had a, you know, ir, uh, what do you call it, 
a non-responsible or non-adult-like relationship with their children. Um, it's been speculated that she's settled out of court. Um, I found that to be really strange if she did. Um, would you guys settle out of court? You know, if a, if someone did something inappropriate with your children, put them on film, um, and exploited their, their likeness or, you know, their innocence as a child, allegedly, would you, um, take this person to court and settle out of court? You know, I would say the only way I believe this woman should settle out of court is if she knew she didn't have a real case. And if she if she knew she were to were to go to court and lost the case that she would get absolutely nothing out of it and could be counter countersued. You know, Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears could say, OK, look, this was a negligent negligent thing. You've cost me money. You have cost me jobs, gigs and stuff like that. So with that being said, being that you've lost, now I'm going to countersue you and you have to come up with money for me. So maybe that's what she was doing. I honestly believe this was a money grab. I think this person, this mother, is someone who just wants money and fame. I mean, that's why she um, released her children over to Aries Spears and uh, Tiffany Haddish, in my personal opinion, allegedly. You know, this is what happened. Because um, if not, you know, they, she wouldn't have been in the situation. Like, why would you release these your children over to two people and not even be around for whatever's going on? And then after the product's been been made, then you have a problem with it. And then, you know, you want to settle out of court and stuff like that. But, you know, Tiffany Haddish is cool. Only movie I've ever seen her in was Girls Trip, which I thought was pretty funny with Tiffany Haddish, um, Queen Latifah, um, Jada Pinkett. And I forget who else was in that movie. But it was a really good movie. And that was when I got acquainted with who the hell Tiffany Haddish was. But I haven't seen anything else of hers. So I wish her the best. She's come out and said that she's lost some money. She's lost gigs. You know, she's kind of been blackballed a little bit since this case has arise and she's settled out of court. And I hope, I hope the girl does bounce back to be honest with you. I really do. Um, Aries Spears, I think he'll probably bounce back, but I really do for him. I think karma probably came back for him for his really negative, nasty comments toward Lizzo. And then if you look at Lizzo and you look at him, you know, you think to yourself, okay, you're not really in a place to be talking about anyone's weight or weight or looks. You don't, you don't present yourself well, sir. So I'm gonna need you to have a seat, you know, to be quite honest, but it is what it is. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Would you settle out of court for someone who did some weird shit to your children? Allegedly. Um, Oh, by the way, guys, did you hear that there's reports that uh, my favorite is my favorite entertainer, probably person in the world um, outside of my own mother? Um, and granted me, my mom, oh, gosh, our relationship can be up and down sometimes. But this one lady, her name is Beyonce Giselle Knowles. Do you guys know her? Well, apparently it's being reported that she is going on tour the summer of 2023 been reported so uh yeah everybody if you're a fan if you like her go ahead and save your monies up 
um, get ready because that Virgo is going to start Vir- Virgoing. She's about to start doing shit, and y'all not going to have a clue about when it's going to be. All only thing you're going to know is it's just going to be boom. Here you go. That's just how we do. And a Virgo oftentimes won't even announce that they're even doing something. You know how people say move in silence? Most, most Virgos won't even announce that they're moving in silence. They don't announce shit at all. They just announce everything when it's done. But, um, yeah. So that's very exciting. Um, if God spares my life, I will be going to the show. Um, whether it will come to the town where I live like it did in 2018. Or in Atlanta, Georgia, Charlotte, D.C., whatever. I'm going to go. Put it out there. Yeah, I'm going to be going. Okay. Um, have you guys heard that Tia Maori, uh, the girl, one of the sisters from Sister, Sister, and the Game, uh, apparently she reported, uh, well, not reported, it has been reported that she has filed for divorce from her husband, Corey Hardick of 14 years. Uh, she came out with a statement saying that, you know, they have filed for divorce. When I first heard it, I it was kind of a shocker because I don't know a lot about their relationship. But I just know watching TV over the years and seeing them appear on stuff. And I think they may have had like a reality show at, at some point or something or may have appeared on stuff, but I have seen both of them. They're both, you know, T is an actress, of course. He's an actor. And um, they always seem to be, you know, pretty cool and, you know, laid back. And almost seem like the an ideal type of couple. Granted, I know everyone has their problems uh, in a marriage. So, you know, it was just kind of, it kind of blindsided a lot of us to hear that, you know, all of a sudden they're filing for divorce. Um, as a matter of fact, Tia came out with the news on her Twitter, I believe it was. She says, I have always been honest with fans and today is no different. I wanted to share that Corey and I have decided to go our separate ways. These decisions, decisions are never easy and not without sadness. So, you know, she came out with that. Um, and then she, she wrote a little bit more. Let me see if I can find it. Um... She also reported, uh, we will maintain a friendship as we co-parent our beautiful children. I am grateful for all the happy times we had together and want to thank my friends, family, and fans for your love and support as we start this new chapter moving forward in our lives. Hmm. Uh, Here's a little bit of details on the divorce. Uh, A date of separation wasn't immediately clear, but the actress is asking for a judge to joint physical in uh, legal custody of their two children, 11-year-old Cree and 4-year-old Cairo. The estranged couple uh, tied the knot in 2008. Tia requests that the judge to determine... Uh, Tia requests the judge to determinate... To terminate, I'm sorry, the court's ability to give spousal support to either noting the couple has a prenup. The actress posted a message before their divorce broke. Minutes after news started to spread about the two, the twin wrote on Instagram. Letting go can be painful, but it won't hurt as much as holding on to an illusion. Ooh, damn. Um, so, yeah, that's what she wrote. Um, damn. You know, so I wish I wish Tia the best and her husband were her soon to be ex-husband or her estranged husband, Corey Hardick, wishing the best. Um 
you know, as they move forward with their lives. Because, you know, a lot of people think, you know, get upset, you know, that someone's divorcing. A lot of times, I've never been married. I've never been divorced. I have witnessed people who've been married. I've, I've known people who, who have who never, you know, who met each other, got married, and been divorced. Um, each one of those people that I personally know, and I know this can't go for everyone, every person I knew who got a divorce was happy. You know, eventually found their happiness because they, they weren't bobbed down by, like Tia said, like an illusion. You know, sometimes when it's over, it's over. It is over. There's nothing you can say and do about it. Um, some people can just fake the marriage and just do this quote behind the scenes open relationship stuff or, you know, or, or just that don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. But when it's over, it's over. And I wish them uh, the best. And um, I hope that they, they find peace and happiness and it doesn't get messy and they make very good co-parents because some people really do co-parent well, even after a divorce, you know, some people really do because, you know, they have still have young children. Well, one's 14, others four. So the four year old definitely needs both their parents um, in this in this life. So I wish them the best. But hell, if it's time to get a divorce. It's time to get a divorce. Fuck all the other shit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, let's get into this Kanye West crap. Did you guys hear about Kanye West? Yeah, guys, this guy is back in the news. Uh, it is. Oh, by the way, that last story about the Kanye, uh, the Tia Mori uh, divorce story was, um, I got that from the shade room.com. I want to give them their credit. But anyway, back on to the Kanye West. Kanye West was spotted wearing a White Lives Matter shirt as his Yeezy SZN9 presentation in Paris. Yeah, guys, Kanye West is out here wearing a black, uh, excuse me, a White Lives Matter t-shirt. Yes. When I when I heard this news, I was thinking, what the hell is going on with this dude? You know, Kanye West, you know, is a, apparently a, on a billionaire status or something like that. And you know, a lot of people say, oh, he's letting the money get to his head. Oh no, 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 no. He was he was crazy before then. Mm-mm. Don't don't give me that. He was crazy way before then. And I'm not making fun of the guy, but it's it is clear. If you're somebody who has a sound brain and um, don't have, you know, all these different personalities jumping out at people, you will look at Kanye West as someone who is uh, unhinged, like you don't know what he's going to do. And usually, I mean, well, I think he has admitted to being bipolar. And unfortunately for the guy, it, it runs rapid. Um, do I think his bipolarness has anything to do with this particular situation of him wearing a White Lives Matter shirt? Who knows? Who can? I mean, who knows what the fuck a bipolar person is doing? You can't keep up with them, and you can't make sense of shit that they do. And a lot of times, they don't even know it. So, um, I remember. I remember uh, what earlier earlier this year, I got into it with a friend, or a former friend of mine's uh, girlfriend, because we were talking about the Kanye West issue because he had just separated from. Kim Kardashian and he decided to buy the house across the street from her you know kind of in a stalking way and my friend's girlfriend who 
basically admitted that she's probably bipolar and suffers from all kinds of things. Did not like the fact that I thought that he was being stalkerish and weird and thought that I didn't have any sympathy for mental, mentally ill people. And we got into an argument and I'm thinking, well, my personal opinion, to really be honest, has nothing to do with Kanye. You know, it's not going to affect Kanye West and Kim Kardashian's relationship at all. They'll never, they don't know who I am. You know, they don't know who I am. I have my own opinion. And then that particular friend, uh, his girlfriend, he didn't admit that they were still together because I guess he was embarrassed. But, um, you know, he admitted, you know, that, well, basically that girl ran him. She told him what to think, how to think, how high, everything. She just ruled him. And she kind of had this thing like she has to be in control and rule everybody. I'm not that guy. <laughs> I'm not that guy. You know, I can I can be articulate. I can read you down to the core with my vocabulary, which is fairly extensive. But don't get it twisted. I can get down and dirty with the best of them. So, yeah, me and her, we went at it. And she got in my face and started pointing her hands. You know, taking up for Kanye West. And I told her, I said, I don't care. I said what I said. No one's going to change my opinion. If he has mental health issues, I wish him the best. If you have mental health issues, that is your fucking problem. But you're not going to project that on me because at the end of the fucking day, we all deal with stuff. Some people deal with mental things worse than others. And I get it. And I understand it. But that don't mean I'm going to bend to it and give you the right to act crazy and do crazy shit. Get your shit together. Take your fucking medicine. How about that? Take your fucking medicine. So for so so my words to Kanye West, dude, take your medicine. Um take your medicine. If you're not taking your medicine, then you know, just just keep on acting crazy and then soon you're gonna be canceled too. Granted, I own a pair of Yeezy shoes. I like the way the shoes are. I don't listen to Kanye West music anymore. I just can't. I just can't. Well, I take that back. There's this one song. I think it's called Niggas in Paris or something like that. When he did with Jay-Z. And I like his verse when he came on. Um, but, you know, other than that, I just I just don't support Kanye West. And, you know, he's out here walking around with a White Lives Matter shirt. Um, clearly, he, you know, he wants the media buzz. That's what he's doing. Um, but he, he's definitely shitting on the black on, on black people. Um, years ago, he came out and said that. George Bush doesn't like black people, but many years after that, he went on to hug um, Donald Trump and wear the "Make America Great Again" hat. Like he, like he's just all over the place. Like I'm sorry if you like Kanye West, you're a fan of him. I honestly respect that, but I, I just can't fuck with Kanye. I mean, he isn't, he ain't invited to nothing. To be honest, he is not invited to anything I got going on. Um, if I saw him in public. I would keep walking. I, I, just, I just don't give a shit. Mm-mm. You know, I'm not really a starstruck guy. Now, if I saw Beyonce, different story. Or, you know, a couple of handful of people. But, you know, Kanye West, if you're coming to my town on the concert, I will not be going. If I got free tickets, I will give them away. I just, I just don't get into the guy. I'm not into people with mental health issues. Sorry. Sorry to say it like that. If you have mental health problems and, you can, you know, you're all over the place, I'm not interested. I don't, I don't want to, mm-mm. Keep keep that away from me. <laughs> keep it away. You have fun. I mean, I have family members who have mental health stuff, and I'm not trying to knock them, but I'm just being really honest. A lot of us don't like being around crazy fucking people. Like we just don't. I mean, and you know, we all can act crazy and do wild stuff sometimes. 
But when a person is notoriously doing wild stuff, notoriously unstable, that's old and draining. I mean, look at his relationships, you know, even even Kim Kardashian don't want anything to do with this guy. He's nuts. You know, just because you're a billionaire doesn't mean that, you know, that you're you're overly likable and people have to deal with you. No, when you're nuts, you're nuts. People like that will drain your energy. You know, I tell a lot of my friends and people in my personal life all the time, you have to preserve your energy because if you don't preserve your own personal energy, other people will soak it up. And people like Kanye West will soak up your fucking energy with his crazy, unstable antics. And it ain't cute. But anyway, so it's going to get even crazier with the story, guys. Um, So I was on the shade room. One of my friends who does the same kind of thing uh, sent me this story and boozy. The rapper Boozy. Oh, yeah, that dude. The rapper Boozy, um, the, you know, the guy who sings Wipe Me Down, he is attacking Kanye West. Well, he's, well, he calls out Kanye West, and he says, and I quote, um, Damn, Kanye West, you just going to keep using your platform to shit on your own uh, on your own WN race like that, I like this. What is WN, guys? Don't know. Um, race like this, this sad, and the black people who still support you are even sadder. Last time speaking on this clown, Kanye West don't like black people. Do us a favor and bleach your skin all white. Thanks. This is what Boozy said said about Kanye West. You know, he's picking a fight with Kanye West. So then, if you go on his Twitter, on Boozy's Twitter, he has a Photoshop picture of Kanye West with much lighter skin and looking like a white man. And he uh, tweets, just do it, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. And it shows his picture of Kanye West looking like a white guy. Ew, this looks really Jeffrey Dahmerish, like, ugh, without the glasses. Um... Easy, easy. Uh, well, Kanye West hasn't addressed this Louisiana rapper yet. You'll um, uh, be interested to see what he says if he even stoops down to um, the level of boozy. Um, uh, but by the way, after making commentary about her position at Vogue, the mother uh, of Ahmaud Aubrey, Gabriella Karifa Johnson, who criticized who criticized his White Lives Matter T-shirt. Um, Uh, you know, he, she, she, he criticized his white, the White Life Matters t-shirt and uh, Kanye West criticized her for what she was wearing. But, you know, he explained that he apologized to her in private in a private meeting. Um, he said she expressed there that her company did not instruct her to speak on my t-shirt expression. We apologize to each other for the way we made each other feel. We actually got along and have both experienced the fight for acceptance in a world that's not our own. She disagreed. I disagreed. We disagreed. Um, Vogue magazine also released a statement to support Karifa Johnson, in which the company stated that she was targeted and bullied by Kanye West. Um, this is all this is all wild to me. You know, I got guys, I give you this story. I give you these stories and I give my, you know, my thoughts on it. Um, I don't know why Kanye West is getting into. I don't know why he for one. 
and I don't think anyone knows this. I don't think Kanye West even knows. Like, like you're wearing a White Lives Matter t-shirt, and then you're going out here getting into it with Ahmaud Arbery's mother about her style of fashion or something like that. Um, Kanye West, if you're going to make a, you know, if I were your advisor, anybody, if you're going to make a statement, make the fucking statement. Don't go around, you know, defending it and pointing pointing fun at people. There is power in a person who said what they said. If you want to wear a White Lives Matter shirt, wear your White Lives Matter shirt. If people want to complain and talk about you on, on, on whatever, hey, whatever. Keep my name going in the media. Keep my name in rotation. I appreciate it. But they'd be going around, you know, bullying people um, like Ahmaud Arbery's mother as well. It, it just shows that you're nuts and something's going on outside of the mental illness. Maybe you're on drugs like half of America is. Like everybody I seem to meet seem to be on some form of drugs. I'm like, God damn, whatever happened to the just say no to drugs? I guess people I guess people did the adverse effect on that. Anyway, um, so this is like, yeah, man. And then Boozy comes out and, you know, like, you know, I was reading the story and, and uh, calls out Kanye West about, you know, how Kanye West is doing the black community. Okay, Boozy. You're going to call Kanye West out on how he did, how he's doing the black community. Well, what the fuck do you think you're doing to the black community? He ain't no better. Probably, if if anything, it's probably worse. Kanye West has been in the game less than you and is far richer than you are and far more influential. And I don't even like Kanye West, nor do I even like Boozy. Um, Boozy, you go out and you attack other black people for their sexual orientation and stuff like that. And then you get mad because Kanye West wears a white lives matter. And now it's it's a community thing. Boozy, fuck you. It's not a community thing. You know what I'm saying? Because if it was a community thing, you would be an activist for people in the black community. You're just an activist for people in the black community of people who relate to things like you. You cannot speak for everybody in the black community. So as Kanye West needs to have a seat, Boozy, so should you. Have a fucking seat. No one gives a fuck about your opinions, you know. And I'm sure I'm sure Kanye West really doesn't. Why the hell would he care what this crackhead-looking guy Boozy has to say about his White Lives Matter shirt? Boozy, you're just as controversial and nasty. As a matter of fact, you're even more vile than Kanye West would ever be. At least Kanye West has issues and he has a reason, you know, he has something to, you know, to kind of make things make sense of it. You, on the other hand, you're just evil and vile and you're, and you're, and, um, and you're fucked up. So you don't need to give nobody's opinion, you know, your opinion on what Kanye West is doing when you have bashed the gay community and LGBT community and other communities in this world. Boy, fuck you. Fuck you and have a seat. Let somebody else speak. Take the mic from him. Have a seat. We're I I'm not here for the boozy and his little fucking comments. Don't ever speak up for the black race because you are not that dude. You know, I can see somebody like, you know, if let me see who 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 can I see who should speak up out of the rapping community against Kanye West. Maybe Jay-Z, but I don't think Jay-Z really wants, you know, that kind of um heat, maybe Nas. You know, some people who are, you know, a little more intelligent, 
a little more worldly and not just, you know, hateful in one way like this guy, uh, Boozy. So Boozy, Boozy, shut the fuck up and go make some music and do what you want and do what you got to do. Because it seemed like lately the only time you get in the media is when you're yapping your fucking gums like a little faggot, you know, like a little bitch. <laughs> you know, you're just yapping your gums, you know, about people and what they're doing. Girl, go mind your business. How about that? Anyway, let me get on with some of this. The story, this uh, the show, um, yeah, guys, I had a lot of stuff written up for this show, and you know what? Yeah, uh, let's see here. Okay, so the last segment of this show, uh, I'm gonna kind of lead out of the entertainment part of it, and I'm gonna start talking about uh, what you guys like to hear me talk about, and that's relationship stuff. Dating profiles, social media, red flags. Um, and the reason I do these dating profile stuff is because one, I use them. I've used them for years. Um, I go out sometimes, but unfortunately for me, when I do go out in public or I'm, I'm hanging out with my friends or whatever, um, people don't know. I'm not, I'm not really approach, approached. Like no one really approaches me. Uh, my friends have said like, I just look like I don't want to be bothered or I'm just unapproachable or I look like I'm having too much fun doing something else. And no one really wants to interact or, you know, inter- interrupt me. And that's fine. Because um, if, if I'm the kind of guy, if I'm hanging out with you and we're out for drinks, we're out for dinner, I'm not focused on everybody else. You know what I'm saying? I may notice, my, I will always notice my surroundings, but I may not be interested in leaving my friends to go talk to somebody over here in the corner. Like, I just don't care about that shit. Never have. Um, and then people will send other people to me. Like someone may be interested in me and they'll send their friend to my table to tell me, oh, my friend over there likes you, but they're too nervous. And it's just kind of like, man, this is really weird. You know, like one thing about me is granted, I may be a little unapproachable, but I do like boldness. So you've already lost by sending your friend over here to me to talk to me because to now I'm being interrupted by someone who's not even interested in me, interested by the messenger. I, I, I just don't care for that. But, you know, I'm never mean. I always, you know, I'll say, oh, thank you and stuff like that. And, you know, and, and, and awkwardly try to get them away as I'm inter- interacting with my friends. And that's what I want to keep doing. But anyway, um, so I'm going to start talking about this dating profile, social media, media red flags that I have come up with a list of stuff that I have noticed have just been red flags with dating people on. Well, not dating people, but like meeting people or interacting with people with on like TikTok Instagram, Facebook, Tinder, um, all those sites, you know, BLK, whatever dating site you use. Um, these are some of the red flags that I have come across and have noticed. And these are in no particular order, guys. So here, here it goes. Foreign profiles, mainly third world countries, um, is one that I'm going to be talking about. Um, in the next segment, because I was thinking, you know what? Let me go ahead and just make this a two-segment thing. So, you know, guys, hold for a second. I need to run a commercial. I'll be right back. All right, thank you, guys. So, hold it. I am back. I am back. I am back. I am back. Um. We are still talking about dating profiles and social media red flags. Um, the first, the first uh, topic that I came up with is uh, is the foreign profiles. 
And when I say, well, you're on like in Instagram or Tinder or what do you call it? Facebook or any of these things. Um, and you're talking with someone and they like live in like a third world country and you go look at their pictures and they have like a lot of followers, but they may have like three pictures posted and the pictures look like they're in a, in a third world country. It's nothing wrong with being in a foreign country, but when a person seems to be in a third world country and you look in their photos, there's like huts with, uh, you know, huts and the, you know, the ground is dirt. A lot of times that's usually a scammer. That's usually a scammer. Someone who's who has found you, you you know, you may be an American or you may be living in a fluid country and they feel that they can scam you out of your money. Yeah, they feel like they can scam you out of your identity or whatever or gain some kind of relationship with you. I mean, there are people on here who look for Americans to date and talk to and to um, fall in love with. Just so they can move to America and get like the green card and access citizenship. There's some people who are strictly out there for that. I know this. I have this one friend who lives in Delaware and he married someone um, who married him strictly to become American citizen. And and the fool went for it. (laughs) The fool went for it and they're still married, but don't even live together. Um. I mean, they, they're still married. I guess the marriage is over, but they, they don't live together. But, but you know, my friend doesn't want to uh, put a divorce because it'll put an end to this person's, you know, gaining citizenship in America. How dumb. <laughs> you know, and you guys may say that I'm shady for saying this, but I've told my friend this and we haven't spoke in a while because of it. And to be really honest, I love them. You know, I wish them the best, but just how stupid can you get? What? So you mean to tell me you're still hold up married to someone that you're not even in love with, someone who's clearly not in love with you. They're just using you uh, for your citizenship. And you're here not filing for a divorce because you want them to become a citizen. How dreadful. And then like you and then like you're out here dating people, but you're still legally married. That's tacky. That is tacky. That's extremely tacky. You know, I, re- I really do wish him the best, but, you know, that story was just just like, oh, my God, it's just so stupid. I mean, it's, and, it's, and, and it makes you think, you know, what else? You know, well, it is not clearly what else. It also makes you think there is a lot more to the story than what they're alluding to, you know, which I would never I would never ask because it was it wasn't any of my business. But you did volunteer that information. And I thought that was really dumb. And um. I just, I don't know, I just, I just couldn't, I just can't deal with that. And, um, yes, yeah, so there are people out there like that. So be aware of those kinds of people, people who are looking to scam you out of money or your identity or your so or your private information, social security number, debit card, or your living, where you live, all that kind of stuff. Um, also another red flag for dating profiles and social media is people asking you if you have a cash app. Huh. <sighs> I get this. I've been getting this for the last several years. People will just randomly come up and say, hey, do you have a cash app? And I'll be like, yes. And they'll say, oh, okay. well, I'm out right now with my family and my tire is bust and I'm on the way to pick up my kid um, from their mother to take them home. And I need I need cash to do this. Oftentimes, these are people whom I don't know, never met, don't know shit about them. And I'm thinking 
Okay, now I'm the crazy one for even having all these friends on social media whom I don't even know. I get it. But I'm thinking, I don't know you. And if this story is true, I'm very sorry uh, for it. But that's not my business. That's not any of my business. If you're out here unfortunate in the streets and, and trying to figure out your, your, your way, that's your problem, not mine. Figure it out. Because guess what? When I need have a need, are you going to be there for me to send me money? Hell no, you're not. You don't give a crap. So I'm sorry. No, I'm not giving you the money. If it's if it's real or not, you're on your own. Go ask somebody else or go get a job or, you know, get roadside assistance. You know, hey, we, we all this we're in this COVID this post COVID thing here. Don't be begging me for money. I don't even know who you are because I give you money. I doubt you're going to pay it back. I don't even know you like that's just crazy. That's just really crazy. And people may say, well, Shane, you're being mean or whatever. I am the guy I have been that I have been the friend who's always bent over backwards for people. I have been the family member who is always bent over backwards for people, backwards for people. And when I got into situations who were who were there for me? Uh, yeah, nobody. So with that being said, you know, uh, I've learned a lot of times it's, it's OK to help people, but it's also OK to say no. Um, you can't be a yes man, you know, and, you know, and if you if you say yes this time, that doesn't mean I'm going to say yes the next time. So those kinds of people, I don't even respond. And the weirdest part about that is, is all, oftentimes I said, you know, these are a lot of people you don't know. Sometimes there are people you do know, but you haven't you haven't spoken to. Like I had this one person on my Facebook who I haven't seen in years. And then when we did interact years prior, they were always kind of shady and you know, took forever to respond and just seemed like an asshole. And here you go next year in college, you know, you're down in Atlanta in college and um, you're in a tight bind and you need money to come back home in the town where I live. And I haven't spoken to you in years and you're, you're literally on my Facebook begging me for money to send to you. So you can, I think it was catch a, I think it was to catch a greyhound. And I'm sitting here thinking like, you know, you know, if this true, if this story is true, it really sucks. But I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know you anymore. I haven't spoke to you in years. So that's your problem. You know, it, that that's your problem. And oftentimes, and this gets a little messy, guys. Oftentimes, it's the people who talk shit about you behind your back and they don't know that you found out. <laughs> you know? Like this person, you know, down in Atlanta, I was just telling you about, you know, needing money from me um, to to get a, a, a Greyhound bus to come back to South Carolina. Yeah, I'm like, mm, I, I can't help you. As a matter of fact, the last I heard anything about you, you were out here talking shit and all this kind of stuff like this. You don't know that I know because I'm those kind of people. I don't always reveal the stuff that I know, but I'm thinking, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I can't help you. Um. And to be quite honest, I don't care. You could you could be on the street for four and five days. That's not my problem. Because guess what? If I'm on the, out on the street for four and five days, you're going to help me? No, you're not. You don't give a shit. As a matter of fact, you're phony and fake. So you know what? I'm going to let you stay right where you are. Hopefully someone else will come up and pick, pick up the scraps. Because I'm not. <laughs> Girl, fuck you is my is my motto. Sometimes you have to, guys. Sometimes you have to just 
just really be like that. Sometimes you have to own your emotion. You have to own your emotion and not all, you know, not just the good ones. Sometimes if somebody deserves a girl, fuck you, I can't help you. or I, I don't care. Then shit, it is what it is. Um, we're humans. We have many different emotions and you have to be truthful with all of them. You know, why hide it? But anyway, and then, but the thing about it, I know for me with that particular person, I didn't want to hit them while they were down by, you know, saying, oh, I heard you said this and this and this and this. Hey, that's what you get. Um, maybe karma's a bitch. I'm not that guy. Mm-mm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to throw karma up in your face. Um, if you're someone who I don't care for, I don't like, and I see that you're down, um, I'm, I'm not going to help you, but you know, I, I wish someone else would come behind me and do it as I move on with my life. I uh, wish you the best. Like, I'm that dude. I'm not finna kick you while you're down. Throw, throw dirt in your face. I'll just keep moving. Like, if I see someone who I don't care for on the side of the interstate and their tire is bust, I'm not going to help them. Or someone who may have said to talk some shit about me and, and it got back to me and they don't know that it got back to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep driving. You know, and they may, it, we, may make, we may make eye contact. I'm still going to keep going. Um... I'm not going to overexert myself like that, people. So anyway, on to the next particular bullet point. Um, dating profiles and social media red flags are people who are telling you their birthday is coming up early in the conversation. So if you're on Instagram or Tinder and someone's like, hey, how are you doing? And you're like, hey, I'm fine. How are you? Well, I'm doing good. I'm um, I'm just sitting here trying to figure out what I'm going to be doing for for my birthday in two weeks and you say oh what what day is your birthday and they say oh my birthday is october 15th you're like oh okay cool my birthday just passed oh yeah what did you do and you tell them what you did and they're like oh well good well happy birthday to you um um or you know they may say something like oh yeah my birthday is coming up you know what are you what are you going to get me it can it may come off joking jokey but we all know better those kinds of people there's a it, jokes are usually uh, truths. A lot of truths. People, can, a lot of people can joke about something, but a lot of times, often there's truth behind it. Listen here, baby girl, baby boy, whatever you like. I I, I don't know you enough to to know if I even want to spend money on your birthday coming up. You know, how about next year if I still know you and we're and we're cool and we've moved forward and getting to know each other? I may come up with something for your birthday but i'm not gonna just be out here buying people birthday gifts fuck that that's get your get the people you know who you've known all these years to buy you birthday gifts i'm just i'm just here saying hello you know so oftentimes those are people who are looking to um that's a red flag of a person who's trying to do a money grab because there's a lot of money grabbers out here there have been a lot in the past years but it's even more of social media now also, um, red flags for dating profiles on so in uh, social media are people who are messaging you with uh, no profile pictures. Sorry, guys, I'm still eating some of those jelly bellies. Um, I'm the type of guy if you message me and you have no profile picture presented, you, you, you did you hear that pause, guys? That's how I feel. When someone messages me and act, you know, interacts with me on a dating profile or social media, and they have no profile pic- picture, it's like, okay, you can see me. You can see several pictures of me. Uh, my profile is um, verified. Who are you? 
who are you? How do you look? Why are you messaging? You know, what what is your purpose here? Like you hear asking me these questions. And I don't even know who you are by looks. I don't, I don't even know, you know, it sounds shady. I don't even know if you look good enough to even who's even worth my time because looks on dating profiles are very important. Important. Aesthetics is important in dating. You know, and people may say, oh, that's really shady. Those are usually the people who probably don't feel the best about themselves and think personality is all that matters. Personality is very important. It's very extremely important. But when someone's approaching you on a dating profile, then uh, looks, I mean, a picture is is worth a thousand words. If you give me no picture, I can't formulate who the fuck I'm talking to or if you're even worth my time. No one wants to sit and talk to someone on a dating profile who is ugly or, or they may find it's very you know unattractive or not their type. You know, like you may be someone you may not be into to black people or white people. Or you may not be into larger people or people with fake hair or people with fake, you know, all this makeup on, you know. And then like you sit and, you, and, you, and you're being nice for this other person who doesn't even have enough grace and common sense to even present a picture of themselves to you because they're being a fucking narcissist. And they expect you to interact with them and answer their questions. And they don't even want to tell you who they are, what they look like. But they expect conversation. That's that's stupid. That's very dumb. So I'm the I'm kind of guy like, no, I'm not. Like, you know, I will be flat out honest and say, um, you know, do you have a picture? No, no profile picture. You know, yeah. Who are you? Who is this? Like, present a picture to me. Then maybe we can chat a little bit. I mean, we can may go in very good conversation. You can may just say, hey, look, I don't post I don't post pictures on my profile because X, Y and Z. Hey, you know, I'm a public figure. I don't want people to know that I'm only, you know, like you tell me, tell me, make it make sense. If you don't make it make sense then it won't make sense to me, I'm going to go into the next profile or next message of someone who's sitting here messaging me with pictures. I remember yesterday someone hit me up on a dating profile and they asked, they said, Hey, is this, Hey, Ahmad, how are you doing? Or something like that. I was like, I'm doing fine. How are you? And they were like, I'm doing great. And they asked me some kind of question. Well, how's your morning going? I said, well, do you have a picture? You know, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to give you a conversation. I don't know what you look like. That's stupid. So I was like, do you have a picture? And they were like, and they, so they took a few minutes. They sent a picture they sent me a picture. This person sent me a picture on this dating profile with their head. Um, the, the, the head was not in the picture. This was like a neck, neck to, like a neck to legs picture. You know, shoulders down, no face. <sighs> okay. So I asked you for a picture. I have five pictures on my profile. And you're, you're up here asking for conversation for me, looking for conversation for me because, because I guess you're interested or whatever you want to know how my morning is. And I asked you for a picture and you don't even show me what you look like. I don't have time for the games. I don't have time for the games. And people may say, oh, you're a podcast host. Yes, I'm a podcast host. Yes, I am. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to engage with anybody who comes across my profiles or anything like that. If you are not meeting the criteria, you have to meet the criteria. 
Criteria meaning, one, you have to have a fucking picture up. That's very important. If you don't have a picture up, no, I'm not going to engage with you. I don't have time for that. You know, and if I ask you for one and you don't want to give it, then I, you know what? I totally respect your privacy. I totally respect boundaries. I am a guy. I respect a person's boundaries no matter what the fuck it is. But just because I respect your boundaries don't mean I'm going to stick around and accept your fucking mess. You know what I'm saying? Like you may have boundaries. You don't, you may not post pictures online and stuff. I get it, but that's not my boundaries either. And I'm not going to bend for that. So you need to go find someone else who goes along with that. Cause I'm not. And this particular person, you know, um, you know, so then it's like, you know, good morning, Shane. Then they, then, you know, I, what, I take it back. They said, good morning, Ahmad. And then, then they were like, they showed me the picture. I wasn't impressed. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was catfish, honestly. So I lost interest. And then they said to me, um, is this Shane? I'm thinking, okay, you use my Ahmad name. And then now you ask me, is this Shane? And you ask me, you know, you gotta ask me questions. And you ever know who you are. Um, this is stupid. So of course I'm out, I'm out and about, I'm at Chick-fil-A and stuff like this. I'm in, you know, going to Walmart. And so, so my, my interest level for responding to that particular person, it just went out the door It evaporated like, um, like water does in a hot, a hot pan or whatever. So the person tells me something like, Oh, etiquette is important. And etiquette is a motor skill that you clearly seem to lack and all this kind of stuff like that. You know, they basically read me down. And as you guys know, from listening to my show, I can hang, I can defend myself. But, you know, I said to myself, I think this particular ghost or whoever you are, you need to enjoy having a conversation with yourself, sweetie. Yeah. Entertain yourself here in the comment section, because I'm not going to reply no matter what you say. How about that? You can send me 10 or 15 paragraphs of stuff. I'm not going to really read it because I don't give a shit. Yeah. And if your opinions, if you don't think I have etiquette because I don't respond to you when I clearly ask for a picture and you send me a half body photo and you're expecting conversation. Well, then, bitch, in your terms, I don't have etiquette. And in my life, you have you don't have any etiquette. You you don't even have the couth to keep up with a guy like myself. Yeah. So you know what? We clearly don't click. You know. You, so yeah, you go have you go have yourself. You go you go about your way. And to want to throw shade at me or to throw a little you know a little little mar you know mean little jab in a articulate way doesn't mean that I give a fuck. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a podcast host, but shit, you know, I do other stuff too. Like, I mean, I'm human. I'm not some character everywhere, everywhere I go. I am human. And no, I'm not going to entertain everybody that comes my way. That's stupid. That is very dumb. And is honestly, you know, and I talk with my friends when I say this, like, is it possible to entertain everybody on dating apps and social media, Instagram? It is impossible. I know for me, because you know, I'm always getting all these messages. I can't have all these ongoing conversations with everybody, especially if you're lacking. So yeah. So I'm sorry, you know, you got your feelings hurt, but I don't give a shit. Next, next uh, bullet point. Um, another dating profile, <laughs> social media red flag is uh, people who just randomly send you nudes. 
Yeah, that's tacky. To me, I for, I personally think it's tacky when someone is randomly out of the way just send you some nude pictures. That's usually a person who lacks social skills. That's usually a person who um, doesn't have personality outside of their body. They feel like, oh, my best asset is my private parts, um, my sexual organs. Those are my best assets because my personality and my, you know, looks are probably not all that up to par. So I can get you by sending you some nudes. To me, that's a red flag because um, this is someone who's trying to trying to sell themselves in a sexual way, hoping that you're horny or will fall for, oh my gosh, oh, oh my God, I love your breasts. When can I meet up with you and stuff like that? And if you're, and then, you know, it's a red flag. If you're on a dating profile and they're sending you nothing but nudes and you don't know what they look like, you may be a person who's looking for something more than that. You may be looking for someone who gives you really good conversation, um, someone who has ambition about their life or someone who's very creative in the world and I'm not saying people who send nudes aren't that way but to really be honest with you if you're just seeing, sending your bare bare naked body to somebody that you know that can be signs of non-creativity um you know that you know people can look at that as just, just just being non-creative boring I mean let's be real here everybody we can look around everywhere you go everyone has an OnlyFans page you can go on Twitter. Every you know, if I want to see anything naked or nude, I literally can pull my phone out and tap my Twitter icon on my cell phone, and boom, there it goes. I can see whatever I want to see. So, what makes you special? You know, what would make you special is having a bomb ass personality. How about that? Or being lots of fun or um, being very creative or being a good listener or being someone who um, who can mind fuck me because, you know, I'm the kind of guy I'm a sapiosexual, demisexual type person. Looks are, are important, very important. But you, you got to get in my head. If you can't get in my head, you're probably not going to get in my pants unless it's just one of them days. And I'm horny. I don't give a fuck. But, you know, it is what it is. Also, another um, red flag on these dating apps and social media stuff is someone who starts asking you for nudes early on. Oh, I hate that. I absolutely hate that. Um, and I've done it and you guys listen to me and you may think, Oh, he's a good two shoes. No, I'm not. I've done a lot of stuff that I don't, you know, I don't like, but at this particular age in my life now, I know how to how to conduct myself better than what I used to, if that makes any sense. So at 35, I may I may not do what I you know, what I did at 25 of people. So someone comes to me, asks me for nudes early on. I'm turned off because how do I know I want how do I even know I want you to even see my private parts? Because a lot of stuff that we see on Twitter, people. And, and videos are not videos that the original person uh, in them even wanted to even be put out. A lot of people are sneaking photos, sneaking videos of people, or taking videos of people who send them stuff and reposting them to Twitter. You know how I know? Because it's happened to me. 
years ago when Tumblr was big, someone had, you know, I had, well, one or two of my photos. I never sent out a whole, I never sent out a lot of different nudes when I was big into that. Um, so a, a person would not be able to just make a whole page of stuff with me because I'm too smart for that. But the little bit of stuff that I did send out, I think it was like two pictures, um, two nudes and like they stole some pictures from like my Facebook or whatever. And well, non-nude pictures from Facebook, of course, and made a Tumblr page with me with my liking in it. And I was thinking, who the hell did this? So after that happened, that that made me feel like, you know, all this nude stuff isn't really all that serious because granted, you know, nudes are okay when I'm with someone who I like or I know. You know, they may if you know if we're dating and you know you're at work and you're feeling some kind of way, you want to shoot me a little, a little invisible text with your news behind it. Mm, that's fine. Or I may want to do the same. That's cool. But like, if I'm just if I don't even know your name, why am I sending you my nudes? Because there's so many catfishers out there. There are some people out there who may want to get your nudes and using someone else's pro- profile picture because they knew. They know that you're not interested in them, so they have to present themselves in a different form to get your nudes because they're obsessed with what's in your pants, what's under your clothes. So they have to try to manipulate you to get what they want. There's a lot of that out there. Um, Moving right along. um, Red flags also for dating profiles and the social media stuff for people with little profile content. You ever uh, had someone um, ask to add you like on Instagram or something like that and you go and add them and they have like no pro- no pictures posted but have like thousands of friends? Hmm. That's weird. That's, that's, to me, that's, that's just really weird. Like you have zero. Like so. So what's the point of me adding you to my Instagram page? I can't go look at you because you have no pictures posted. But you want access to my page. That's not a fair trade-off, is it? No. That's silly. So, unfortunately for you, I'm going to look at that confirm or deny request. And I'm going to, although I told you I'd add you, but I can't confirm it because you have nothing to look at. You want to look at all my shit, but don't want to present anything. So, that being said, denied. Yeah, people like that are strange to me. Um, also, uh, another dating profile, social media red flag is people who are asking you, I know you all love this W Y D and they have no pics, pictures up. Like somebody's always asking you, what are you doing? Okay. Now for a guy like me, who's a former law enforcement officer, this is a huge red flag because at the end of the day, people, we don't know who the hell is watching us. And it may sound schizo a little bit, but to really be honest, we never really know who the fuck is watching us. You know, so I'm not going to give details to some stranger on social media with no picture who's asking me what I'm doing. It's always going to be something broad. You know, I'm never going to give give details they may say what are you doing or they may say chilling to me that could mean chilling at home chilling at work chilling at the gym chilling at a friend's house chilling at a family member's house chilling at a restaurant chilling at the bar you know chilling in the car 
chilling on the way out of town. Um, that can mean anything. I'm not gonna say chilling at home because you may know where I live. Shit, there's some fucking weirdos out there who figure out where you live and shit. So no, I'm not gonna entertain that. Um, and, and of course there could be some people who really don't mean any harm, but um, guys, what I'm telling you, when you're doing this dating profile stuff and, and you're on social media interacting with people, you have got to be cautious because there's a lot of crazy people out there. You know, don't be giving information to people who you don't know. Stop going live, you know, stop, you know, being live in places. I mean, people are getting killed after, you know, presenting where they are on live, you know, like that rapper a few weeks ago in, um, in LA at the chicken, uh, Roscoe's chicken and waffles restaurant who was shot and killed at a restaurant because he, um, or his girlfriend posted, it posted a live video of them, at, you know, out to eat and he had on really expensive jewelry and he got shot and killed in the person who took his jewelry, you know, um, I'm one of those kinds of people. I don't do live shit. I just don't. And if I post, if I post a video of me somewhere, it's hours afterwards or even a whole day before, because it, to me, I have to go through a process of posting. I have to find the energy to want to sit there and post and all that. Cause it takes a lot for me. So yeah, you gotta be careful. People are crazy. Also, um, also you gotta be wary of people who, who are coming to you. Oh, oh God, how did I write this? Coming to you about stuff they heard about you. Yeah, that one. People who come to you and say, oh, hey, Shane, I heard this and this and this about you. Blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, okay, cool. Um, and who are you again? Where's your picture? You have a picture? Why are you looking from, why are you being messy looking for me to confirm messy information to you? I'm not a kid anymore. I'm kind of like really grown and really, really, um, uh, what do you want to call it? Really aware of how to conduct myself in the community. What are you, what are you talking about? Um, and use those kinds of people I never give a whole lot of information to. I may say something like, oh, really? That's interesting. And that's it. Now, granted, in, my, you know, in real life, I could probably elaborate. But this person is messy. And I don't give messy people um, ammunition at all. Because as you are giving me information about something somebody was telling me, I don't even know who you are. Um, it makes me wonder, what were you saying? You know, and, and what's your loyalty to the person who's telling you this? Because I don't even know who you are. So you can't be loyal to me. So what are you so what are you trying to do? So with that being said, that's a red flag and that's a uh, honorary fuck you next kind of thing. Also, um, another red flag is trying to sell you drugs. Yeah, everybody. There's people out there who get on social media and they try to sell you drugs yeah you know that's a red flag well it's, it's a red flag for me because i don't do drugs i don't care about smoking i don't want to snort stuff up my nose i don't want to take fucking pills just to feel some kind of way like um that's not me um people who do that you know good for you i don't so if you're coming on my profile and i don't know who you are or if you even have a picture up and you're holding a bag of weed or whatever or you have 
emojis of ice cream and shit like that. I'm, I, I, I don't want to do drugs. Like, no. So that's a red flag. I don't want to do drugs. I really don't want to be around people who do them because oftentimes their energy is off. And people may say, oh, my energy ain't off. Um, if you are a person who don't do drugs, you don't have drugs in your system, you often can tell a person who does, even if you don't even admit it to them. You know, that's why I say, guys, you don't know what goes on behind a person's head. You can be around me and never say that you did drugs at all in your life. I pick up on energies. I'm very good at that. My friends say I'm the one person that's hard to lie to. I can tell you about your life without you even telling me. And people are like, dang, are you a prophet? Like whatever. I don't know. I guess it's a gift. I don't know. So I can, t- I'll know if you're sick. You know, I'm, I'm just kind of people. I can pick up on all kinds of things. I can pick up on bad spirits. I can pick up on all kinds of stuff. So like if you're on drugs, if you do drugs, I'll know it. It, it, it. I'll just feel it. I don't know how to explain it. So, uh, so yeah, I, I wish the best for people who are on drugs. And when I say on drugs, I mean all of it from the weed to the Coke. Um, I've tried weed in my life. Didn't care for it. Um, and I'm not knocking people who are on drugs. I'm just saying that I don't want to do drugs. And I don't know. I don't really like being around people who are heavy on drugs. Like if you got to get up in the morning and smoke weed just to get through your day or get through your morning. To me, I found that weird. Um, you know, I feel like you're self-medicating something. You need to go seek help because um, there's a lot of people in this world who go through a lot of things and they go through it sober. You know, you don't you know, granted, you know, I sit and drink a little cocktail on my doing my podcast show. There ain't a soul in this world who can say that they've seen Shane out in public drunk or I've come to work drunk and sloppy and just all over the place. No. And the times that I did try weed, I tried it in 2017 because I was um, I was a tough year for me and I just felt like I needed to relieve something. And, my, and a lot of my friends were doing it and, you know, they would pass the weed and I would never take it. So one day I was like, you know, I'm, I'll try it. I tried it. I got some really good sleep. But you know what, guys, I woke up and the problems were still there. This is a waste of my time. <laughs> so I get high from, you know, music, food, shopping, uh, solitude, like being left completely alone, playing my video games, uh, shooting my firearms, playing with my dog, um, traveling, driving. Like, you know, that's my high. I'm just sitting around smoking and, and burning my lungs up. Not into it. And I'm definitely not shooting anything in my nose and not putting anything into my veins or whatever um i need to live as long as i can as healthy as i can and look as healthy and young as i can and you know i'm just particular about the shit that i put up my body hell i'm a freaking pescatarian you know but anyway so yeah so if you come on my profile and you want to you know try to sell me drugs i think you're a fucking loser i'm just gonna be flat out honest i think you're the biggest loser in the world you're the biggest loser than somebody on the street living on the ground like a loser you're just selling drugs i don't know you know you're out here killing people you know you know you don't know what's in your drugs probably has fentanyl and all kind of stuff i mean we've all lost or know someone who's died drug overdose on on something and comes to find out it was laced with something else like i don't got time for that next but um yeah another red flag is someone who's asking for your personal information as we all know and you may be a millennial listening to this show. You may be a Gen C. 
I mean, Gen X or Gen Z or whatever the fuck you call it. Yeah, Gen Z. Yeah, that. Um, we should know better than to give our information over to somebody on these profiles on Facebook or Instagram or, or Twitter or Tinder or whatever you may be on who's asking for your personal information. Like, um, where do you, you know, like, where do you live specifically? Your social security number, your debit card, your, you know, your cash app, um, all kinds of stuff like that, because that's just weird. Some stuff you just don't relate to people. But yeah, guys, I've talked your head off enough about that kind of stuff. Um, I do appreciate you all for listening. It has been really, very, very good. Coming back to my podcast, like I said, I took a two-week hiatus, and I'm back, and it feels great. And hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. Feel free to comment me and hit me up on Spotify or Instagram. Uh, my Instagram page is risen underscore phoenix. That's phoenix93. That's R I S E N underscore phoenix 93 yeah feel free to hit me up um give me your thoughts on the show um and all that kind of stuff but yeah i do appreciate you guys for listening uh hold tight i got a commercial coming coming for you and i will talk to you later bye